Welcome to PantherCast, the official podcast of TMI Episcopal, where we share stories from our alumni, updates about the school, and help you reconnect and discover what the TMI community is all about. Welcome, everyone. Thank you for joining us for another PadreCast episode of the TMI PantherCast podcast. I'm your host, Stephanie Gish, Director of Community Relations. And joining me today for PadreCast number 10 is our head of school, Father Scott Brown. Welcome back, Father Scott. Thanks, Stephanie. Thanks for having me. So we're back from spring break, and it's never long enough, is it? It isn't. <laughs> Did you get a chance to rest and catch your breath before the rest of the school year hits us? I absolutely did. I think post-spring break is always this really quick sl- downhill slide to graduation, and it goes by fast. We have very few um, full five-day weeks to come between Easter and Fiesta and various uh, holidays coming up. It just seems to go by so fast, And but I did get a chance to take uh, some time off during spring break. I believe in balance. I use that word a lot. We ask our students to um, to find ways to breathe, to slow down, and um, and it would be irresponsible of me, uh, or really um, disingenuous of me mm-hmm. if I wasn't modeling that as, uh, as our leader. And so I did. I was able to unplug for a few days and get away with my family. I have to be really intentional about that because mm-hmm. um, I love this place. I love what we do here, I, um, but I also want to make sure that I'm modeling balance. And so one of the things I did on our uh, vacation is I did not take my computer mm-hmm. and it's... I deleted the email app from my phone. <laughs> That's a bold move. It was but... bold. <laughs> have so you ever I, done that I've before? Never, I have not done that in my entire life. I did not have access to email. I couldn't have, I mean, I could have mm-hmm. uploaded the, a new app on my phone or something, <laughs> but literally I deleted the app from my phone and I um, did not check email for a week. And what did you notice from doing that? Did you make any observations throughout the week? I think you could ask my wife and my children what they <laughs> noticed. I mean, I think that they would say, just it's just nice to have some quality family time, mm-hmm. uninterrupted, not distracted. Um, it was really great. I think my blood pressure went down. Mm-hmm. My, uh, I think I grew a few uh, less gray hairs. But it's uh, I love what I do here every day. I mm-hmm. absolutely am all in. Um, but taking a break to be a husband and a father and a human being, not a human mm-hmm. doing, is uh, is necessary and if i if i want our faculty and staff and parents and students to find balance in their life then then it starts with me and so um, i was really blessed to have an opportunity to unplug and i feel great awesome maybe our students can take that example and when they go on vacation practice uh, deleting apps from their phones (laughs) that would be very nice so last time we talked, we introduced this new thing we were calling Walk and Talk with Father Scott, and we had the first ones. It's been right about a month ago now in February. So tell me a little bit, how did those go? They were wonderful, awesome, awesome events, and we'll do them again soon, and so I hope people will um, come to our next Walk and Talk. Uh, we offered it twice, one in the evening and one in the morning. Um, the evening one had about a dozen parents there, and then the morning one had about 20 parents, so probably for sure over 30 parents between the two events and the whole purpose of it is to be transparent and to hear from to use a cliche to hear from the horse's mouth about things that are going on so i started each of those walk and talks by asking the parents that were present what are you hearing in your household what are your kids talking about what are you worried about what's on your mind about tmi and and because i um think I'm an in-touch leader because I think I know um, what our parents' concerns are. I feel like I'm connected. I'm a parent myself. 
I probably could have predicted the concerns that they were bringing, but nevertheless, it's important to hear what's on people's hearts and minds and what's being discussed at their dinner table and on their drive to school with their children. And sure enough, um, I wasn't surprised by any of the topics that that parents wanted to discuss. And some, frankly, it's fascinating to hear. Um, I think if you have a son or daughter who's a junior or a senior and you've been here a while, we had some families that are coming and saying, hey, I just came to hear what's going on because now that my son is a junior or a senior or my daughter's a senior, I don't I'm not here as much. I don't know as much as going on. I'm just here to catch up. Mm-hmm. And then you had other parents who are middle school parents who have are much more involved and are hearing a lot more. And so to be able to have parents come on this campus, tell me what they're hearing, tell me what their questions are, and then address those in real time as we walked around and saw what life looks like on this campus. So many parents left saying, I get it. I thank you. Um, and, and really, Stephanie, the biggest thing that I wanted to get out of those walk and talks and hope to in the future walk and talks is the trust mm-hmm. that we build between families and administration. If people leave those walk and talks feeling like they know who we are as an administration, know who I am as the head of school, know that um, they can come to me at any time, call me, stop by, ask questions, and we can build that trusting relationship between administration and families then it doesn't matter what the topic is in your household. It doesn't matter what your son or daughter comes home, what rumor they bring, what you hear in your conversations with fellow moms at the coffee shop. It doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. If you have trust in our leadership and where we're going, then I think that helps build community. And so those walk and talks, I think, took great strides towards building trust between families and community. That's fantastic. What a great opportunity. And if families missed it and they want to come to the next one, those are going to be in April and that's Wednesday, April 17th at 5.30 p.m. So that's our evening one. And then the next morning, Thursday, April 18th at 8 a.m. That'll be our morning one. And the link to RSVP has been updated. So the events are on the calendar. So make sure you just go ahead and RSVP just so that uh, Father Scott knows to expect one or 50, right. That's right. Right. <laughs> depending on where they're going to walk. <laughs> so everyone hopefully knows by now, we've made the announcement that Ann Schaefer is going to be our incoming associate head of school for the 1920 school year. And she's actually coming to town this week to visit a little bit more with our faculty. So can you tell me a little bit more about what she'll be doing while she's here and um maybe when the parents will get a chance to finally meet her as well? Sure. Ann Schaefer-Salinas comes to us from Notre Dame High School in uh, uh, the San Francisco Bay Area. She's been the associate head of school for academics there. It's an all-girls school. She's been there 19 years. One of the things I'm really excited about having Ann join us is her commitment to a longevity in a place, and she's looking for a, a community to settle into. And her commitment to Notre Dame for almost 20 years is something that I, frankly, had deep respect for. Anne is a history teacher by trade. She's an AP history reader, so she reads the tests for AP history across the country. So she her, her subject matter expertise is in history. But she's also a member of the ASCD, which is the Association for Supervision and Curriculum Development. And so her background is in curriculum development, and she's, a, she's the cheerleader for our teachers. Her school just has done a huge push for innovation and design, 
built new buildings in those areas. All of the things that Ann has been doing for almost 20 years at Notre Dame are the things that we're going to be doing and, and need to do better in the next chapter at TMI. And I'm thrilled that God led us to Ann Schaefer Salinas as our new associate head of school. Um, as you know, Stephanie, I've been here two years now, and I saw um, we're a 6th through 12th grade school. We're not a middle school that has a high school. We're not a high school that has a middle school. We're a 6th through 12th grade school. Mm-hmm. And so having a leader who holds the conversation of teaching and learning for 6th through 12th grade um, led me to eliminate the middle school head and upper school head position to find one associate head. And as we sought out um, candidates for that position, Anne was by far um, the best candidate for that job, and we're thrilled to have her. She's actually is on campus this week. Um, we have uh, she was f- flying through town, and uh, we invited her to just come and um, spend some time with our faculty and staff. So she's going to be meeting with her new direct reports getting to know our teachers. We have a a meet and greet with her, with the faculty, sorry Mm -hmm. parents, with the faculty um, during the week. The bottom line is we just want her to come to town and and get to know us a little better. And she's just here to listen. She's here to listen to faculty and um, her direct reports and students and really pay attention to um, what TMI is all about so that she can come in and lead. She'll be here this summer and have uh, ample opportunities for parents to meet her. Um, she'll start full-time this summer. She's uh, going to come one more time in April uh, with her son and her husband to come uh, do a little um, looking around San Antonio. And I'm excited to have her as my neighbor, and mm-hmm. I'm excited to have her as my partner uh, in this ministry that is um, uh, TMI's uh, commitment to raising servant leaders, to um, raising great human beings, and she's going to be a definite gift to this community. Fantastic. A lot of good things to come. Awesome stuff to come. So we have a lot of activities coming up. I know you said the after spring break, everything seems to go by so quickly. And sometimes I'm afraid to blink because there's so much that's going on. So let's highlight a few of the big community-wide events that are going to be taking place tonight. We're actually going to air this podcast uh, tonight. We're getting it up uh, right after this. I'll go put it together and air it so that hopefully if our families are catching this at lunchtime or or a little bit later in the afternoon, they can come to the Ransomed Life presentation that we're having this evening. This is Wednesday the 20th already. So, Father Scott, tell me a little bit about what that presentation is and why our parents will want to come. Right. So this this came to us mainly through Kristen Jackson, who's the president of the Family Association. She brought um, Susan Burkholder, who is... um, bringing the presentation to us to a family association meeting where uh, Susan was able to talk to the parents that were there about um, her program. And there was such amazing feedback from that presentation that Kristen said, we got to offer this again to the broader community. So Susan Burkholder uh, has a youth program designed really to equip students and parents to avoid the tricks, traps, and lures of traffickers. My um, my wife went to the initial presentation and came home with just eyes wide open about how um, how prevalent this uh, conversation is in our society. Whether it's using social media or gaming or other <coughs> excuse me tra- traps that our my sons, your sons and daughters' parents are involved in and seem so innocent, and how um, those can be switched so quickly into a tool for. Uh, 
uh, for child trafficking, to be honest with you. And so this was an eye-opening conversation. And so for those of you who are on the fence about, well, I don't think this pertains to me, trust me, it does. Um, and I'm really excited that we're able to continue doing parent education events like this. I think that's who we are as a school community. We say we belong to one another, which means we have to continually be giving parents tools and um, ways to open our eyes as parents to the reality of the world that our children live in. And so the family association meeting that uh, Susan Burkholder came to, as I said, was really, um, really well done. And again, parents left there shocked and amazed at how easy it is for their children to fall into trafficking. So this program is being presented tonight at six o'clock. And then we're also going to show it um, on Monday to um, our students and she'll be back for a conversation with our kids so that they too are being um, again made aware of how easy it is for um, them students to fall into traps that maybe they didn't even know were there mm -hmm. that's fantastic that'll be a great presentation we're lucky to have her out i think parents should also look for continued increased parent ed over the next couple of years. We're really gonna make an investment in um, ways to, and not everything will relate to every parent, but mm -hmm. of course I believe this topic does relate to all parents, but we'll continue to have a parent ed evening events, continue to give parent. I mean, I'm a parent, I know how difficult it is to raise children, um, it's it's a it's a it's a full time job, <laughs> and so sometimes we as parents need some tools. We need some help. We need to be in conversations with other parents, and so we'll continue to invest in our families um, as we belong to one another. And I think parents should get excited about opportunities coming through TMI to help mm -hmm. them, whether that's conversations about college admissions or um, anxiety and stress or um, service projects or spiritual conversations, whatever. Um, tools we can offer parents to help them be the best moms and dads God created them to be. We, we need to do that. And I'm excited for parents to see more of those opportunities coming their way. That is exciting. So also on Friday this week, we've got, this is a big week already between visits and presentations. And now we have a big awareness walk on Friday that the National Honor Society is doing. So uh, tell me about the NHS Awareness Walk. So really, Bridget Lynch, who's the uh, senior, who's the president of the National Honor Society, came to me uh, with the desire to raise awareness for Huntington's disease. And so she has organized all of this through the National Honor Society. And it's going to be a walk. They're going to do it on Star's Lawn, starting at about 3.15, where students can also have a $5 dress-down day. We're encouraging our community to pay $5 to wear blue, and then, excuse me, and then parents, siblings, anybody's invited to walk for a $5 donation. That's all it costs to participate in this event. We're going to have food trucks out there. It's going to be a lot of fun. They're literally going to walk around Star's <laughs> Lawn as they raise awareness. Um, again, this is a, an example of how great our students are. Bridget Lynch sees this opportunity, leads the National Honor Society. She, this is not mm -hmm. um, adult-led. This is student-led. And we have students who have empathy for the world around them, who see the bigger picture, who want to give back, who see our responsibility not only to um, to improve ourselves, but more importantly, to improve the world around us. Um, and and that's what uh, that's what Bridget has brought to us. And uh, we have a guest speaker during chapel from the Huntington's Disease Society of America. We we are I'm so proud of Bridget and all of our students who continue to bring us opportunities to help others. And so Friday will be a fun day. 
after school. So if you're picking up your son mm-hmm. or daughter after school and you see a bunch of people walking around Stars <laughs> Lawn in a circle, know that there's a purpose to that. It's awesome. It's awesome to see our kids in action. They truly are. They're just amazing. Every single time we turn around, they're doing something something right. new and great. They lead, they lead by example. I say so often we adults need to just get out of the way and <laughs> um, help help uh, help them support run. them let them run <laughs> yeah so next friday we have yet another big event that's a week away is our annual intercultural dress down day and dinner and this is open to everybody is that correct it is that's exactly right so our diversity is obviously very important to us we are better when we are diverse and so the international uh, dress down day and then the an- annual dinner helps us uh, raise awareness and uh, get excited about the variety of clubs. We have the International Club, the Spanish Club, the Chinese Club. Residential Life gets involved in this. There's great food from all over, international food and entertainment. Um, You'll get food from all over the globe. People can bring a dish to represent their culture. We all often have a mariachi band, dancing, singing, and more. It's a community-wide event, and it's free. And it's in our refectory on Saturday, March the 30th. Again, no cost and great food, great fellowship. We usually have a couple of hundred people and uh, would love to have a full house again. Would. And I think everyone's welcome to dress up too, because I know some of the kids, they always dress up uh, depending on what their cultural or heritage background is. So feel free to dress up and represent your heritage. Exactly. And you can RSVP um, by emailing Clive Hamilton, who's the Director of Residential Life, and his um, community helps put this event on. But Um, Again, a great event and um, always fun to honor the variety of cultures we have on this campus. So it's not our last big event coming up, but it is one of our biggest events of the year, and that's our Stars Over TMI are celebrating 125 years. So we've got that coming up on April 6th. Tell me a little bit about what's so special this year and what... What's exciting about it? Well, coming back to campus is exciting. I remember many stars over my um, time at TMI, both as head of school and previously as chaplain. And stars over TMI was always an event at TMI. The the lawn we have called Stars (laughs) over TMI. We call it Stars Lawn. And so having that event back on Stars Lawn where it was intended to be is great. So we all pray for great weather that night. Mm -hmm. Um, April 6th, Saturday, it starts about 530. It is our 125th anniversary party so we've made um, intentional efforts to bring back alumni from um, from all the way back to the 40s and so it's really exciting to get as many uh, TMI Panthers back home on our campus it's a great night of celebrating of dancing I got the spasmatics coming so it'll be a lot of fun we'll have a live auction and program Um, it's uh, cocktail attire and so that'll be a fun night Uh, Table sponsorships are still available. Individual tickets are still available. Obviously, the proceeds from this event raise funds to support the mission and ministry of TMI, which is oh so grateful. Uh, We're so grateful for it, and it's so necessary. So we're honored to have a party that has a purpose. And the deadline to register is March 29th. So would love families that have not RSVP'd to do so. It's going to be a really, really fun evening. Um, Also, we recently had a film crew on campus that helped us film two videos. One is an admissions video, mm-hmm. and one is a, a, a video about our our great Corps of Cadets, our Keepers of Tradition. Both of those videos are almost finished, <laughs> and we're going to launch those at Stars. And so, one fun event, one fun perk to the night is that you'll get to see the the uh, inaugural uh, vid, uh, viewing preview of, uh, preview of the 
of the videos that we've been working on. Many of our students got involved in those videos, and I'm really excited. We've taken the traditional admissions video and kind of uh, added some some a little bit more mm -hmm. to it. And so come to STARS to check out that, that video for the first time. That's going to be fun. And I, the invitations, hopefully the families have received those. I know I got mine in the mail this week, so mm -hmm. everyone should have got their invitations out. So return those. You can fill them out and mail them back in or go online and uh, tmi-sa.org slash STARS. Whew, that was a mouthful for, <laughs> for a minute there. <laughs> Well, as we get closer to the end of the year, Father Scott, do you have any advice for our families and our students to stay focused as we near the finish line? Sure. Somebody told me a quote one time that's always stuck with me, and the quote goes like this, how, how you show up to one thing is how you show up to everything. And so I think so often that... Um, that school and what we do every day here is is really a dress rehearsal for life. And so what I mean by that is um, if, if we get in a habit of kind of mailing it in at the end of a project or a program or a school year, then we're likely to teach ourselves that habit permanently. And so um, if we're 16, 17, 18 years old and our habit is that once April comes, we just shut it down for the next two months, that's a habit that will then show up throughout our lives as an adult when you're in the job in a job in the workforce um, working for an organization um, I want to make sure that we realize that what we do here every day continues to um, determine what we do every day in our life going forward so finish strong not just because it's the academic year finish strong because you should finish strong in life and mm -hmm. so we're again this is a dress rehearsal for life and so our desire to to encourage our students to finish the semester strong is not because we want them to make great grades in April and May although we do it's because we want them in 20 years from now when they're finishing a project at work or, or given a task from their boss or starting a new project in their new uh, entrepreneurial endeavor that their body tells them, man, I don't quit, I finish strong. And again, we're, we're not about the short game, Stephanie. TMI mm -hmm. is not about getting kids into college and then telling them good luck. We're about the long game of helping raise great human beings. And if finishing strong in a semester helps create a habit that then finishes strong in life, then that that's good on us. I like that. It's a dress rehearsal for life. That's a great way to view it, great description. So as we wrap up another Padre cast, tell me what's been the highlight of the last few weeks for you? That's a tough question because <laughs> spring break was in the last few weeks. And so it's a again, top it's, contender. Yes, it's a top contender. As much as I, as much as I love uh, what I do here every day, uh, getting away with my family was the highlight mm -hmm. for the last few weeks, no doubt. Um, just being with them, just the five of us, um, getting away and, and having some time as a family. Again, no email, um, no work, just to be present with my kids and my wife. That was by far the highlight for me. It should be the highlight. Yeah. So that's good. <laughs> you passed the test. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you. So what words of wisdom do you want to leave us with this episode? I think I'll just go back to what I just said a few seconds ago, that um, how you show up to one thing is how you show up to everything. And so if, if you want to be someone who is known for being committed and working hard to the very end, then, then start practicing those habits now. Um, start start being the person that you want to be now because everything everything is connected. We're... We're teaching ourselves habits. Practice becomes permanent. And so um, let's create habits now that, uh, that, are, that are the type of habits we want to have for the rest of our lives. 
And our last fun get-to-know-the-head-of-school question to close out this episode. Since we're just returning from spring break, we're talking about spring break. What is your favorite spring break memory? You know, as, as a kid, it was Port Aransas, Texas. That's where we kind of went and growing up in Victoria, Texas. Um, lately, now that I have a family, and um, we've enjoyed skiing. And so I, I'm thinking about um, my daughter. I, I can tell this story about her because the likelihood of her listening to podcasts is, <laughs> is very – my second-grade daughter, um, who, uh, as many of you know, uh, we just – brought her home after a long um, process, uh, international adoption process. So my, my beautiful daughter from Haiti saw snow for the first time and watching her um, play in the snow and thinking about her journey and who she is and where she's come from and the joy in her face. It was really, it was really fun to see. That's, that's going to be um, a memory in my head mm-hmm. for, for a very long time. How awesome. Yeah. Well, if you would like to submit a fun get-to-know-the-head-of-school question, uh, you can email us anytime at padrecast at tmi-sa.org, and we would love to hear your feedback. So send us some comments on the show and uh, send us your questions. Well, Father Scott, thank you so much for joining me for another PadreCast episode. Always a pleasure, Stephanie. Thank you for all you do to make this community what it is, and uh, grateful to all of our families for um, for trusting us and um, in, in giving us the opportunity to love on the greatest gift God ever gave you, and that's your son and your daughter. So thank you again. Thank you for listening to TMI's PantherCast. We hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave us a review on iTunes or anywhere that you listen to podcasts. We'd love to hear your feedback and show ideas, so leave us a comment, email, or connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter using at TMI Episcopal. For more news, ways to connect, and to learn about upcoming events on campus, visit our website at www.tmi-sa.org.